Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning. It's Tuesday, October 4th. Uh, I'm recording the podcast that will go on YouTube in a little bit live to show some of the... Uh, the charts. I've got tons and tons of great charts to show you. Um, so yesterday, big day, big day yesterday. Um, I'm still trying to get set up here. Um, isn't it about face? So far, I'd say we're heading, but we may be turning around here. Remember that that October brings significant, um, September I should say, brings significant downside. October looks like it should bring upside um, most of the time. But what I'm not sure of is, is this a turnaround or is this just a dead cat kind of bounce? Um, Michael Burry, the biggest bear in all of the land, last night said he's turning greedy. Um, so he's kind of been... Um, the, the, the biggest bear saying, Hey, we're, this is bigger than 2007, blah, blah, blah. But he's getting greedy and he doesn't say if he's greedy for long-term, he doesn't say if he's greedy for short-term, but he does say he's greedy. The Australian bank overnight only raised rates by half a point. They were expected to go three quarters of a point. Um, the, the, the market is basically saying, Hey, Powell may be done with his rate hikes. And when the rate hikes are done, when even there's an inkling of that, you're seeing what's happening with the Bank of England uh, easing their rate hikes, um, uh, Australia rate easing their rate hikes. Um, all of the inflation data says that things are under control. We should get more inflation from uh, September data this week, which would probably either kill the market or make it go flying. Either way, it's going to be a big, big one. Uh, but if the, the, the Fed can't raise rates past December, that's when the market is going to get a big, big, big rally. Um, but we, we've got tons and tons of moves in this rock, uh, in this, in this market. Um, energy yesterday, big day for energy. Um, Marathon Oil, MRO, Devon, COP, Oxy, CVX, XOM, uh, all moved significantly higher. Uh, CF Industries, which is a, uh, a, a fertilizer company, uh, they also went up, simple CF. Um, Devon, by the way, was named uh, in on CNBC in a post-market interview with one of the um, more energy-focused investors. Devon was named her number one uh, stock in the energy space. Great, uh, great premium. Uh, on if you buy the stock and then sell covered calls. Essentially, that's what she's saying. Um, Charlie last night, he mentioned three short uh, stocks that he thinks in October will, uh, will fly. One is FNGR. Uh, it is already skyrocketing this morning. Another is uh, Blue Apron, APRN. Short interest on that one is 43%. Uh, he also mentioned S-U-R-G, 
56% short interest. So those are ones to uh, look at as well. Uh, Tesla, back above $250. ARK, Invest, Kathy Woods bought 132,000 shares of Tesla yesterday. Uh, looks like that one's bouncing right off that gap. Um, hopefully you got in yesterday. I did not, so I may actually get in today, uh, throw my 50% back in uh, after I got out before the split. Um, Google, back above 100. Apple, back above 140. Microsoft, back above 240. SOXL, the uh, levered ETF on the chips, soaring up almost 10%. Um, CS, which is Credit Suites, bouncing backs. Goldman Sachs and other financials doing really well. DRV, our triple levered uh, short on the housing market. That one's got a button hook. Um, and MU, Micron, which uh, mentioned, Tom had mentioned, he got under 50. I did not get in under 50, but I may get in, I think it's a 53 right now. Uh, I may get in shortly. They pledged $100 billion to build a ship plant in upstate New York. So those are all of my notes. Let's let me, let me look at some of these these names that that I just mentioned on the charts, and I'll go over all of these charts. Um, EQT, which is EQT Corp, they are I think it's an energy corp. This was um, uh, one of the traders who has been out of uh, the market. It's an energy company. Um, EQT operates a natural gas production company in the United States. Uh, that one has a forward PE of four. It's up 91% year to date. It is 132% above its 52-week low. It is only 20% below its 52-week high. EQT on the algorithm had a cross-up yesterday at 4174. Uh, that is, uh, it's trading at 4174 right now. Um, let me start Active Trader Pro so I can look at uh, live stock stock uh prices but eqt was one i'll come back to it and tell you exactly what it's uh, once active trader pro comes up but that was a final trade chenier energy which has long been one of the favorites if you got in under 150 you got this dip and it's a great dip the algorithm crossed up at 164 it's trading at 167 in pre-market that was a uh one of the traders final trades and another one that is a final trade um, is Uber. And Uber's an interesting one because um, they don't necessarily have uh, a, a MACD cross-up. It, it, it's kind of going there, and I think it's going to get it, but it's been capitulating here. Between 26 and 27, it's at 2670 uh, in pre-market. So it's an interesting one because uh, I do think that Uber, I like the uh, Kashikari who is their CEO. He said, we want to, while well, uh, Amazon owns shopping um, and they own a, a large amount of the, uh, the shipping per se of getting it to the customer, um, Kashikari says, we want to own the last mile. And the last mile is what most companies, e-commerce companies, um, what shipping companies, things of that sort, that's what they've had problems getting. So you've got Uber Freight, you've got Uber Eats, you've got Uber, which is your uh, uh, you know, personal kind of uh, Uber that you think of going to the airport and things of that. 
but that as a final trade interested me. It might have a cross up here. I've talked about Uber below 30. Uh, I believe when they IPO'd, it was at 40. So they are significantly down. They've got earnings coming up November 3rd. Um, you know, again, it hasn't had a MACD cross up. It's kind of been going down. It's been staying kind of at this level, uh, which makes me think and eh, hasn't been beaten up too much because it really only came down from 32 to 26. But at this 26 level, um, there is a gap down here starting at 2496, which would worry me. But I wanted to bring it up because I brought up the other two um, final trades and I like this one. Let me look up EQT while I've got uh, uh, Active Trader Pro up. Uh, EQT is at 42.64. It closed at 41.65. 42.64 is the ask. By the way, TQQQ under 20. God, that was a great call of mine. It is at 21.82 in pre-market. Um, it just shot up yesterday. I mean, all the way from uh, around 4.30 yesterday morning. It just continued its upward climb. Um, let's look at Marathon Oil, MRO. Let's see. I, I believe it had a cross-up. I believe a lot of these energy names had cross-ups. 2282 was the cross-up on September 30th for Marathon Oil. Uh, 2497 is where it's at. It does have some volume shelf here at about 26. So even if you were to get in at twenty uh, around 24, uh, somewhere in the 24 handle, I think you could ride this one up. Again, it's energy. I'm big on energy. Um, Devon Energy is the next one. And that is trading up 3% at 67. Remember, buy under 60, sell over 60 when you have um, the button hook or any kind of breakage of pattern. Uh, DVN is one. Uh, COP, ConocoPhillips. This is another energy company. Um, we had a MACD cross up here at 106. You're at 109 right now. So you haven't moved significantly on ConocoPhillips, but it is kind of a move up. Um, and, you know, again, the MACD is still kind of down there. The RSI is at six, is at 59. So it's in no man's land. It's not a killer. Um, that's one that just hasn't moved that much. Occidental Petroleum, OXY, uh, it is up 2% in the pre-market. We had a MACD cross up here at 61.22 back on September 29th. You have their earnings coming up on November 3rd. Uh, the, the biggest thing that you have to know about Oxy is that Warren Buffett is still buying this. Still buying this. Let's see the insider sales. Um, September 28th, he bought $105 million worth. And on September 28th, the stock was selling at $60. So I, I continue to say under 60, uh, buy it over 60, sell it. Um, and don't sell it just because you want to sell it. Sell it when it loses its, um, its, its, its kind of progress or momentum, blah, blah, blah. Uh, CVX which is Chevron. This one under 50, you're at 151. There's no reason not to buy it at 151. $1 is not going to make a huge hell of a difference. But you've got earnings coming up here on October 27th. It's got a great dividend. Let's see what uh, their dividend is, just so I can say. I know if you had to tell me by Chevron or by Devon, I'd say by Devon all day long. The PE on Chevron is 10. Forward PE is 8. 
It's a 3.74% dividend. Year to date, this one's only up 29%. Devon Energy, let's see what Devon Energy. Year to date, Devon Energy is up 51%. The PE is eight, so it's less than even, uh, even Chevron. And you've got a 7% dividend. So uh, XOM, let's look at XOM's fundamentals. XOM, the PE is 10, just like Chevron. Dividend 3.83, it is up 50% year to date. Let's see what the buy-in price on XOM was. I think it was under 90. Um, yeah, 88. You're trading at 91. This one's easily going to 100. I'd say, you know, again, you, you've got a dividend. I've held this one. I haven't sold it. It's gone up above 100 a couple of times. I probably should have sold it, but I haven't. Um, an interesting one that I want to bring up that did have a crossover is Coke. And the reason I bring up Coke is I've held this one. You guys have known. I've, I've talked about it in the past. I've held this one for a long time. KO is the symbol. It had a cross up here at 56.66. It is trading at 57.15. There is no reason not to buy it at, at any time. It dips kind of into the 50s. This is an easily a $60 stock. Um, the forward PE, the PE is 25. The forward PE is 21. It's got a 3.1% dividend. Year to date, it's down 4%. So it is beating the S&P. Um, PepsiCo, which is PEP, I also own this one. Their PEs are about the same, same kind of numbers, lower dividend. But I want to bring up Coke because this is probably one, again, I'm, I'm addicted to cola. So I, I drink it every day, almost. Um, but I wanted to bring this one up because it's not a tradable one. But if you want to start building your long-term portfolio, this is one, and it's at a price where I think it's pretty good. So uh, I like KO. Uh, let's look at CF, which is CF Industries. Um, this is a fertilizer company, like I mentioned. Um, they had a cross up here at 98.57 uh, back on September 29th. You're at $100.21. Not a crazy move up um, from that. That It's kind of capitulating here. It hasn't moved up like the rest of the market significantly. November 2nd is their earnings. You do have a volume shelf here at about 100 where it's providing support. If you broke that, the next volume shelf is really at 87, which is horrible to think that it's going to go down that much. But if you don't like that one, Mosaic Company, MOS, is another one which is a fertilizer company that just hasn't reacted as much. This one had a much sooner cross up at 4933. Uh, their earnings are coming up October 31st. So we'll get a look at that one. Uh, I, I do like Mosaic. I like uh, CF. Um, some of the food shortage stuff that we've talked about in Ukraine. Who exactly knows exactly what's, uh, what's going to go on with that? But the food shortage is a real possibility. And those two companies with their fertilizers, um, with fertilizer made with natural gas. So you do have natural gas prices, blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about Tesla. They had two red candles yesterday. And two red candles are not good. It's not bullish. But you are winding up today um, up. So let's look at Tesla on Active Trader Pro. You're at 249. Anything under 250 in my mind. Um, we've covered that gap that was there at about 250. Um, it did close at 242.38. 
It's at 249, it's up 3%. I think if you can get this at about 245 today, I think that's going to be my target to try and, and buy this one. Um, I don't know that this, this rally continues, but at 245, I think Tesla moves into, um, uh, you know, again, they have uh, 100,000 vehicles made in Berlin already. They're opening up Texas. Um, they're, they're expanding China. Um, there's a lot to be good. If China opens up and um, the middle class is good, and, and, and again, uh, China kind of supports electric vehicles, that's what's going to be propelling that, that, this stock. So I like Tesla, and I personally probably will be going into that one. Boyle we talk about a lot. This one was down again yesterday. 49.48. You have a cross up here at 53.02 on September 30th. You're still in that trade. It hasn't gotten you out. It very well may get you out today. Um, the MACD is kind of crossing down. Natural gas has not kept up with oil. Um, it just hasn't. So I, I don't know which one to tell you. I would probably play UCO instead of Boyle. Um, if you're looking for upside in energy, UCO had a MACD cross up here at 2794. You're at 2817. I, I think when OPEC announces their shortage, um, the, you know, cutting up by a million barrels, I think this one gets shocked back up to $90. I think the strategic uh, reserve that will not get used will start to see prices creep up here in this country. You'll start to see a rise in oil rates. Um, with the likelihood of recession being kind of out and the markets going up because the Fed isn't tightening anymore, I think you're going to see start to see uh, probably 90 to $110 be a likely target for oil. Just my personal opinion. Uh, but I think that's that's a real possibility there. Uh, Charlie's numbers, uh, Charlie's stocks, Finger Motion, FNGR. This one's gone crazy. Um, the algorithm, ironically, on September 19th, you had a 65 uh, cent buy-in. It is at $6.21 now. Uh, that is 100 times your money. So if you had put $10,000 into 65, uh, into that 65 cents, um, say you would have bought... Uh, you know, $10,000 worth, a hundred times. Um, that's what a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, 10 times, Is it 10 times. Yeah. 10 times, hundred thousand dollars, $10,000 would be a hundred thousand dollars. Thousand dollars would be $10,000. Either way, it's good. Um, I don't have a good notion on this one. What I would say is it is more a hype play than anything. It, yeah, it's at 650 is where it closed. It's opening up at $8. Um, it got all the way up to $10 earlier in pre-market trading. Uh, his assumption is if it holds $5 today, it probably could be in for a bigger move. I think you are seeing a bigger move. Um, uh, I'm looking. Yeah, it's... Wall Street to open sharply higher as markets look at it. Most of this is, it, it, it's hype play. I mean, that's the best I can tell you. Uh, apron, A-P-R-N, uh, which is blue apron. Uh, this one, 
closed at $3.16 yesterday. It just kind of lost all of its momentum from $5.80 down to $3. Uh, it's 52% short. Uh, yeah, as of yesterday's, Charlie's, uh, it was 43% short. It's gone up 52% short. Well, I'm sorry, that's that's just Fidelity's numbers versus Charlie's numbers. Fidelity's numbers are as of September 16th, 2022. And Blue Apron is just kind of floundering. Um, I don't know that this one's going to see it, but it does have a huge short interest, so it could get squeezed up there. Um, S-U-R-G, surge pays. This is one, it, the bid and the ask, I think just in pre-market volume, it just doesn't have a ton. Um, the 10-day volume is 41,000. The 90-day volume is 142,000. So this one could be in for an, another little surge. The short, um, it doesn't have a short percentage here. S-U-R-G, um, Charlie says 56% short interest. I don't know that I'd necessarily trade this one. I think there's better out there. Um, Tesla back above 250. G-O-O-G, we talked about Google. It is back over 100. Um, G-O-O-G, we trade because G-O-O-G-L um, has the voting rights, but you'll never get a vote in because Sergey and Larry own um, what, 95% of the voting stock. So, but GOG is what they buy back. 129 cents is the buy-in. You're at 99.29. Um, yeah, again, anything close to 100 on this one, buy it all day long. When, when the economy comes back, I think that's when you're getting this one. Apple under 140. Uh, I've said it, buy it all day long. They're going to buy enough stock back that it'll make you worth your while. We did have a MACD cross up here. Um, at 147, it doesn't seem to have gotten you out since then, but the MACD is kind of in free fall. I would say you'd probably, again, if you're trading this one, there's better trades out there than Apple, but if you're looking to add to long-term, I think Apple's a good one to add long-term. Microsoft, we talked about Microsoft being... Um, a bellwether of the, te the the cloud companies and how they've turned themselves into a cloud company. Um, the entry here was $239.98, and that was on September 27th. You do have earnings coming out October 26th, so it's about three weeks away. And dividend X date. A lot of these companies are up in the 20s. Let's look at Microsoft. I'll look at Apple first because Apple is one that the market wants to be at a PE of 17. It's at a PE of 23. Uh, the company will just buy back enough stock, probably, you know, just flounder it between 100 and 150. Um, my guess, you know, you're not going to 100. If you go to 100, we've got bigger issues in the, uh, in the economy. Microsoft, You've got 24 PE. This is a 1.13% dividend yield. Again, you know, Microsoft, they're growing their company. It's a great company. I think anything below $240, you're getting a deal on. Sox L, which is the chips, which is the chips um, levered ETF. It's a bull. Uh, we had a buy-in here at to do $10.05. I think it's well above that right now. You went way down um, even before this. You're at $10.55. I think if we're in a market bounce and you believe this bounce, I think chips will probably lead this on the way back just because they've been beaten up so much. So SoxL, I think is a great, great trade. Um, Goldman Sachs and others. 
We talked about Goldman Sachs under 300. I think it's back over 300. Um, 299.19 was where it crossed. 298.36 was the buy-in on the algorithm. Let's see where Goldman Sachs is this morning. Um, we're going to put in Goldman Sachs. It is, do, do, do. it's probably over 300, I would think. Um, 307. 307. And the market just opened up. 307.36. So the Bollinger Bands are wide open on this one. It's kind of flying. Wouldn't buy it right now, but if you can get close to that 300, buy it at 300. Uh, we did have some cross-ups here, and let's talk about the cross-ups. First one is Disney, and Disney is a bellwether if you want to add to it long-term. They have a streaming platform. The parks are opening up. Um, they just removed their vaccine mandate for the cruises. 97.10 is where the cross-up happened. It's trading at 98.58. Anything one under 100 on Disney... I think is a great buy for long term. Boeing, Boeing has inherent problems. It's just a poorly, poorly run company. You had a cross up here at 126.04. My guess is as they start to sell some of these jets, I think it could go to 150. I think there's better trades out there, but if you want a long term hold and buy, buy and hold, um, this is probably one where it's not a bad um, place to be. If they start bringing back the dividend, this one goes back to a $300 stock. Just, you know, again, it's a poorly run company. IBM, I would not put my money into IBM. It's just been a falling knife. But you did have a cross up here at 121.51. It's trading at 122. It's kind of been beaten down. So you probably could play this one back to 130 in a good market. I just don't know that I necessarily think that IBM is making a turnaround. JP Morgan, we talked about Goldman Sachs and some of the financials. JP Morgan is one that I've held. Uh, I don't know if I actually hold it now, but um, they had a cross up here at 107.72. It's trading at 110. I think you want to wait for this one to get back closer to 100 in a bad market, but 107.72 is the the buy-in for JP Morgan. Um, Coke, we talked about. Coke, I love. I love this entry here, right here, uh, below 60 for a long-term buy. You're at 57.22. Uh, put in a limit order, probably in the 56 handle range. I think you'll get it at some point today. Just be patient. Morgan Stanley, uh, MS, they took over E-Trade. They do have a, um, a pretty good uh, retail trading platform now. They had a MACD cross up here at $80.36. Full disclosure, I own this one, I think at 109. I chased it. Uh, one day I chased it. I hold it in my Roth. Eh, at some point I'll probably get rid of it. Um, once it, it it does spike, probably above 90 there. But $80, $82, I think you could easily ride this one to $90 uh, in a good market where it goes. Shopify. Uh, this is my April uh, embarrassment where I said, hey, 100% of the time this one goes up. Wow, I think we had a 50% loss in April. Um, you had a MACD cross up and, and then it split, reverse splits um, 30 for one, 20 for one, I forget, 10 for one. 2774. 2774, you're at $29 right now. So you've already gone up 10% from since that MACD cross up there yesterday. Um, podcast favorite Qualcomm, great dividend, great PE against all other chips. 
great 5G chips that are used in all phones. They have to renegotiate with Apple. 117.20 was the, the MACD cross-up. Now, the algorithm does lose you 9%. The um, buying and holding loses you only 3%. So the algorithm does do worse. It's probably just because of uh, several, the, the last four trades have been bad. But at this, at, at this price level, I just can't imagine. Again, I've said that for the last, like, I think all the way from 150, I can't imagine it going down. At 130, I can't imagine it going down. 123, I can't imagine it going down. It's at 117 right now. There are enough gaps above this one that I think it's a, it's a good quality stock that you can hold on to for a long time. Uh, Citigroup, another financial play. Uh, this is one we had a MACD cross up here at 42.56. 43.59 is where it's trading right now. Your earnings are coming up next week, October 13th. Two weeks from now? Uh, don't know. Uh, not looking at a calendar. But that's an interesting one. Um, again, if they, they announce some type of, um, uh, you know, good news because of higher interest rates, I don't know. It's, a, it, it, it's been a, a pretty decent stock. The algorithm makes you 15%. Um, your average win on City is 11%. Um, the, just buying and holding loses your 6%. So in my mind, the algorithm has a pretty good track record. It's been beaten down enough at 42. I think you could ride that one. Uh, hype play, Jim Cramer. Uh, hype play Ford, and the only reason it's a hype play of Jim Cramer is because Jim Farley will text him back. Elon Musk will not. Uh, Eleven forty-seven. You're at twelve dollars. I think you could ride this to thirteen or fourteen dollars. There's enough gaps here on the way down that I think this is a, a good one. Uh, they've gotten the chip um, thing uh, completely done. If you've ridden in a, a Ford F one thirty F one fifty Lightning. Uh, it seems like a really good truck. Um, I don't know what truckers think of this one. You know, again, the electric versus the, um, the gas, but I kind of like that truck. It, again, if they have a charging network and, and they've released some, they've been, uh, pretty forward on their realization that the charging network is super important. They have what's called charging angels who go out there and, and basically monitor Electrify America stations. Um, and if they're bad, they report back that they're bad and they try and fix them. So they're, they're actually being pretty, pretty aggressive. And I like what they're doing um, because the char anybody who owns an electric car knows uh, charging network is a huge, huge deal. BlackRock, which is if you uh, know about uh, real estate and, and funds, um, ETFs, BlackRock has a ton of funds. This is a money central uh, stock. 572.24 is the MACD cross up. Uh, the algorithm makes you 26% on BlackRock. Um, you lose 2% buying and holding for a thousand candles. So it's been beneficial to buy and uh, through the algorithm. Now, the algorithm has, has some issues in that, you know. You only win 32% of the time. You lose 68% of the time. But your average win is 9%, 9.27. So just under 10%. But I do like it. And again, if, if you're inclined, that's a great long-term uh, holding company. Just because with the economy going well, uh, with interest rates going up, 
I like that one. Uh, BAC, Bank of America. We talked about getting this one under 30. The MACD cross-up just took place at 31.09. There's a gap up here between 34 and 35. Um, that's probably where we're heading, and that's a good 10% move in a company that, honestly, you probably wouldn't mind holding for, for a good while. It's a, it's a turnaround bank. So there you go. Uh, there's some great looks at the market. The, the, let's look at the, where the markets are. The VIX is down at 28. By the way, TQQQ, um, it has been on crazy run. Uh, this is trading at $22 now. Again, if you got it under um, 20, which I, I particularly tend to think that I recommended it there. Um, I didn't buy it. I, I have just been not very good at, at looking at my own uh, recommendations. But the MACD cross up here was at 2130. So you're not too far off at 2209. If we are going for a run, this one's going to go back up to about, I'd say it's covering these gaps between 28 and 30 um, on this run, if this is a legitimate run. If inflation numbers come out and they're still strong, we could be effed. Yeah, and you know what I mean by F. Um, there's an interesting one that I wanted to look at too. It doesn't have enough candles for me to actually uh, warrant it. But Livewire, LVWR, this is Harley Davidson's uh, spinoff. Um, it doesn't have a 200-day yet. It does have a MACD cross up here at $9.31, but it's still kind of trying to find its price. $9.31 is where it triggered yesterday. Um, they have earnings coming up on November 3rd. So they'll announce their earnings. The, the actual MACD, this one opened up, I think it's from a SPAC because it, it opened up at about $10. Um, but Livewire Group, LVWR, it's still trying to find its price. Figured I'd end on that one. So going live on YouTube now, I'll post this up. If you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter. Remember, the links are down below to support the podcast. Um, we are in a turnaround market, uh, obviously, with the S&P up 2% today, with the NASDAQ up 2.49%, um, the S&P up 2.14%, and the Dow up one9 We're in a bit of a turnaround. Let's hope that this one uh, keeps up. If it keeps up through the end of the day, I would say we're in one of these bounces, but we're kind of data dependent. So, um, you know, play with what you have. Trade the trend. TQQQ right now is in a trend. I think you could easily buy it for a continued move. So that's my guess. Um, again, hit me up on any of the socials if you have any questions. Uh, let me know what, you, what stock you want me to look at. Going live on YouTube. See you there. Bye.